Hello, dear ones. Welcome to Secret Gardening with Sarah. If you're new here, this is a special Christmas edition. My new season will happen again in February, so come back and you have plenty of time to catch up on my old episodes. But today, I was just thinking, it's the end of Advent this week and the beginning of the Christmas season, and I really want to process with you, and I want to share. So one of the things that's been actually really surprisingly wonderful about 2020 is that I've made a lot of new friends, a lot of them virtually, which is, well, I'm pretty excited about it that I have new friends. And some of them I've been able to even meet face to face and others just not yet, but maybe someday. So I'm going to share two songs by my new friend, Hope Newman Kemp. She's going to kick us off with the song Watchmen Tell Us of the Night, which I just think is a really beautiful way to think of Advent right now. Um, It's an older hymn, so I hope you enjoy. And then my friends, the Reese family, are going to tell us the Christmas story. Then I'll come back with a few more thoughts. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Watchmen tell us of the night What it signs of
Once upon a time, after 400 years of silence from God, an angel appeared to Mary. She was a virgin who was supposed to marry Joseph from the house of David. They lived in Nazareth. Gabriel the angel said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you are found in favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bear a son, and call his name Jesus. He will be great and call and be called the Most High. And the and the Lord God will be will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And the whole, and he explained that the Holy Spirit would, would, would make the impossible happen since she was a virgin. And he told her that her older relative, Aunt Elizabeth, had also conceived a son. Nothing will be impossible with God. Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. The angel also visited her betrothed to, to, to confirm the good news. Later, Mary visited Elizabeth and, and her son, Barry, and her son baby, baby John, left in her womb. Elizabeth said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. The baby in her womb was John the Baptist. Mary sang a beautiful song in response. In the coming months, Caesar, Caesar decreed that there should be a census. Everybody had to go, go to their hometown. Mary and Joseph made the journey to Bethlehem, and she gave birth for, to her firstborn son and wrapped him in cloth and laid him in a manger. In the same region, shepherds were watching their flock. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, but fear not, for I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, 
a savior who is Christ the Lord. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and laying in the manger. Suddenly there is a there is a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to good to goodwill to men. And the, the angels went back into heaven and and they and the shepherds were quickly to see this wonderful thing that had happened. They found Mary and Joseph and they found the baby Jesus lying in a the manger. They praised God. After Jesus was born, wise men from the east followed follow the star to, to Jerusalem. They said, Where is he who was born for the Jews? And so the star rose and had come to worship him. Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. He felt frightened. He devised a plan. The wise men were directed to Bethlehem and told them to come back to Herod and tell him what they found. The wise men visited the baby in Bethlehem where the star stood over the place where he was. They fell down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures. They offered him gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Happy birthday, Jesus! They were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, so they went home. The baby Jesus grew up, and so did John, John the Baptist, his relative, who changed repentance to all. I understood the one that came up to the wilderness, making the way of the Lord, says the prophet Isaiah said, Behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. That's the end of their story, but the beginning of our story. Our story now brings us into the family of Jesus. Merry Christmas! Yay! Didn't they do such a great job? I love that. I love the story. I love the enthusiasm. And I especially love children and how simple it is that they can understand it and tell it to us and remind us of the truth. The miracle of this incarnation that God took on flesh to understand us, to save us, to be with us. Mm. May we just see and comprehend what a moment it truly was. Through 
Wow. Thank you again, Hope Newman Kemp and the Reese family for sharing your voices on my podcast. It really means a lot and encourages me greatly. I wanted to share a little anecdote from today. So I was in Snowshoe, the ski resort mountaintop area of West Virginia this morning, and I woke up super early and drove all the way back home to Richmond. But I couldn't help but think about a prayer that somebody prayed over me a few years ago about how sometimes it seems like you're getting nowhere, like it feels like a horseshoe turn, and you look out on the view and it looks the same as you were before, like did you make any progress at all, you know, that kind of idea. It just feels like a 180, you're going back and forth, back and forth, but eventually you get up to the top. And I was thinking about that because I was driving down, but on the way back, I mean, on the way up and I, uh, a couple days earlier, I realized I'd never um, really thought about how God was taking me on this really beautiful journey so I could really enjoy the view and maybe take a second look at some of the views that I needed to see in my life. Uh, maybe that horseshoe turn that seems so frustrating <laughs> um, and really disorienting at times is actually for my good. And Maybe it's for me to trust him better in in this life so that I can um, see that I have eternity to spend with him and I can trust him. I can slow down and I don't have to race to the top because it's not out of my effort anyways, this whole thing, this whole fullness of joy, this whole salvation thing. It's, it's not up to me. He's done it. He's done it once and for all through his son, Jesus, and his birthday this Christmas season is just to help us remind us of that, um, to remind us that he came to be with us and to give us life. Ah, just think, wow, there's so many ways he reveals himself to us if we just had eyes to see and ears to hear. So I pray, my friends, for you this Christmas season that you and I would both slow down prepare him room, that God would make the path straight for himself and that we would not get in the way and we would help um, make room for him to to see what he's up to, to, to see the miracles that he is doing, to see the moments that are truly wow moments and to not take anything for granted, even a story we might have heard a lot of times um, like this Christmas story. It is amazing. And there's so many parts to it, so many people who were involved and God allowed us to participate. So how cool is that, that we get to participate and he wants um, us to be a part of his family. It's beautiful. We're his children. Um, last week, I uh, read Psalm 77 with some friends and I was thinking about how God holds my eyelids open um, today when I was driving and I was just thinking, wow. I am really tired, and I'm. it's been a weary year for a lot of us, and there's been parts of it that have been good still, but God, you have to keep my eyes open. Keep me seeing what you're up to. Help me focus on you. Give me your word. And he does give us his word, complete in Jesus. How cool is that? I wrote a poem after this really sleepy car ride down a mountain. Um, I was pretty afraid with all the snow and ice and there's no service, but 
I'm so glad that I drove down because it was such a beautiful drive. So here's the poem. I just want to share it with you. If I get too close, will you push me away? Burn the heart of my flesh with what you have to say. I'm sure I'll shatter it with the weight. Maybe it's safer here in my shell. Maybe it's better here in the dark. What do I really have to tell? The darkest days, they sing something of a bringing a brighter dawn. But often the many clouds platoon, the fog returns my heavy yawn. And ruins the expected palate, my eyelids droop in exhausted sighs. You hold them open for me to see. You wouldn't want me to miss the surprise. Maybe it will burn, maybe it will shatter. Your word is strong, and mine, no matter. But you won't push away, no matter what I say. You get too close. So with that, I'll leave you there. Just to remember how close Jesus really is to us. Um, If you're watching for him, if you're looking for him, that he's giving you eyes to see what he's up to, keep watching, keep hoping, keep singing, keep remembering that we're a part of this story. We get to be called part of his family, and this is what we celebrate this time of year and every day. Special thanks to Hope Newman Kemp and to the Reese family once more, and I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'll see you next year with a special episode in January and then season two starting in February. Until then, sincerely, Sarah.